The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey there, it's 205 on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. Jaylen Nye, Andrew Gross. Well, what a big day it's been around Chorus Entertainment today. Yes, of course, there's plenty of news to get with. We will get to the uh, Kinder Morgan announcement, but there's news from inside our building as well. There sure is, and with all the details, here's Global Edmonton's Gord Steinke and Carol Ann Devaney. Good afternoon, I'm Gord Steinke. And I'm Carol Ann Devaney. A major shakeup in Edmonton's media landscape as Chorus Entertainment launches Global News Radio 880 Edmonton at 3 p.m. today. The radio station that was once iNews 880 is taking on a whole new look and sound with this launch, capitalizing on the incredible popularity of Global News in the market. Global News General Manager and News Director Jim Haskins says the partnership of television and radio was a natural fit right from the beginning. Global television is by far the number one news source in all of the Edmonton area, normally by a margin of three to one. And the chorus radio brands are also dominant. So bringing both forces together just makes sense. Global News Radio 880 Edmonton is the city's only all-news radio station. And as Chorus Entertainment's Director of Talk and Talent, Sid Smith explains, it's a format perfectly suited for today's busy lifestyle. We've uh, put together a radio station that we think meets the demands of our audience. People can tune in several times a day for just a few minutes and get all the most up-to-date news, traffic, weather, sports. Uh, we've got the full resources of global news at our disposal, as well as uh, partnerships with the international news organization. So if you need to know what's happening and you need it to get it quickly and accurately, uh, you can now get that from Global News Radio 880 Edmonton. So on behalf of Global News Radio 880 Edmonton, be sure to tune in for the official launch this afternoon at 3. At 3 o'clock this afternoon, joining us now with more details on what Global News 880 means for you. The listener is 630 Chad Program Director Sid Smith and the VP of News and Information for Chorus Entertainment in Western Canada, Kenton, Boston. Hi, Sid. Hi, Kenton. Hi there. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. I, I finally made it made it to Chad. I'm well, very excited. Well, you finally made it to the afternoon news. That's saying something, Kenton. Uh, Kenton, give us an idea of what you know how long this has been in the works for, and why it's so important. Uh, it's been several months. Uh, we've had a long conversation about uh, all of our Western markets, really about the business, and as we know, the media landscape is changing dramatically. Uh, but we're noticing as we've gone forward on our integrated company, if you recall, Chorus, uh, the new Chorus was put together with Shaw Media and the old Chorus a couple of years ago now. Uh, and our strategy has really been about expanding our local footprint and all of our Western markets in particular. And we started looking at Edmonton saying, how can we take these great brands, the biggest brands in the market with Chad and Global? news and how can we put them together uh, and we really started looking at uh, iNews 880 and trying to figure out ways that we could combine our brands and combine our our new at news acumen in the market and we kind of focused on hey what if what if we <laughs> took our brands put them together and really gave people a fast pace headline based uh, news source in Edmonton um, and really add to what we'd already created with with iNews we'd really have the more the market cornered with great talk and conversation and sports on Chad uh, up-to-date uh, breaking 
and headline news on radio and then all covered all day long on television. And so that's kind of uh, where we landed and how we landed up with uh, today's big announcement. Well, Sid, you're the big boss here uh, locally. As uh, Kenton just mentioned, a great brand, uh, 630 Chad Global, another great brand. Um, for the listener, though, what are they going to see differently in the format at, uh, at Global Radio than they saw at iNews 880? Well, there's a couple of things. I think, uh, first of all, I think it's important to kind of step back and, and understand that I think in terms of the footprint, and Kenton was talking uh, about this, what we've learned over time is that it's not just the media landscape that's changing, but it's really our listeners and, and their listening habits and their consumption of news media uh, that has really changed. And as a company, I think we need to react to that and evolve with our listeners and evolve with our audiences and understand that there will be people that want to lean back and get into a great in-depth conversation with Jalen Nye. And Andrew Gross on 6:30 Ched. There are others who will make appointments to tune into the Global News Hour at six. Uh, there are others who will consume what we do online or through streaming or through various apps, or social media channels. And then there are others who will, you know, be able to pop in and out a few times a day uh, to get their news quickly and efficiently when it's convenient for them. And that's sort of the genesis of Global News Radio 880 Edmonton is that piece. So what we've done in terms of what's different now than what people may have heard previously on. 880 Edmonton. For one, uh, I think we have a little bit more consistency in the in the news anchors and the delivery of that information. Some of the names uh, for people even that listen to mm-hmm. Chad will be familiar: Brenton Dreger, Morgan Smith, uh, Kerry McCarthy, uh, Kevin Robertson, and there are, there are many others. Uh, we'll still hear Jesse Byer delivering the weather for us, and uh, and we'll also be hearing uh, on a daily basis Shay Ganim and Jennifer Crosby, as well as Gord and Carol Ann, uh, with the news hour at six. And we've sort of compressed the time frame and in a roundabout way. Way, people will, uh, for the busy lives that they lead, need to spend less time with us, but actually be able to get more in-depth on some of the stories that are that are most important to them. One of the things that I was surprised about uh, when I first heard about it, I think taking place in Vancouver, was airing the global uh, Vancouver newscast on radio, and that is what we're going to be doing now at uh, Global News 880, broadcasting Global News Edmonton from 6 to 7 o'clock here. Kenton, give us an idea on how well that's worked uh, in the Vancouver market. Yeah, it's worked very well in Vancouver. Also, Calgary. We've started uh, the same um, format in Calgary. Uh, we started that in September. A phenomenal increase in the ratings uh, on radio uh, to the point where in Vancouver, uh, that time slot, 6 o'clock, uh, is now a number 5 in the market. So that's up against all the FM stations. So we expect the same to happen in Edmonton, to be honest with you. Uh, we're really focusing on Sid's comment about the appetite from uh, listenership changing. We know that CP People still want contextual, deep information. That's what you get from your television newscast uh, at 6 o'clock is uh, something that gives you more than just the headlines, which will really augment and really add on to what you get all day long at the station. All day long, you'll get the the bits of information with some context through the day as it develops with a different take uh, on the television newscast that will be on radio at 6 o'clock. So by the time you're finished your day, call it 7 p.m., <laughs> you've got a great understanding of what's happened in your world. But most importantly, and this is key, I think, uh, for us, is that this is really about local. For all the distractions that we have in life, and that's more than uh, family and uh, husbands and spouses and uh, pets, um, 
uh, I'm talking about the media distraction that's out there, whether it's Twitter or whether it's Facebook, uh, all the things that take away from our attention on some of the most important things facing our lives, and I'll just take the pipeline discussion today, that at the end of the day, we really provide local context that you're not going to get elsewhere. And it's not just the news either, and, and both of you, Andrew and Jalen, know this inherently, working with Chet is our footprint in the community, uh, helping charities, really reaching into the community that's been so good to us and giving back. And that's really another part of this entire conversation at Chorus and part of the conversation around Global News Radio launching in just under an hour now. I have to ask, and either of you gentlemen can take the opportunity to answer. So uh, merging the two for from the perspective of the listener is simply taking two great brands and putting them together. But are we, um, are we merging the resources? Can we expect to get... Uh, you know, more information, more timely information, more uh, detailed information as a result of using the resources of uh, Global. Well, I'll jump in and then I'll, I'll let Kenton kind of fill in the blanks or, or correct me where I'm wrong. Uh, he is my boss. Uh, uh, I'll do it delicately. <laughs> uh, but, but actually, one of the exciting things is in, at a time when, as we, you know, again, look at that, I guess, larger media landscape, uh, whether it's uh, this company or any other, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the headlines are about uh, constructing contracting and getting smaller in terms of the resources that can be devoted. The the real bright spot here is we are now in a position, and, and, and thanks to our company, they're reinvesting, we will now uh, actually be devoting more resources uh, to news on the radio and to combining uh, radio news coverage with television news coverage and with online. So uh, that was one of the real uh, exciting things about this is that we kind of stand out a little bit in that we're uh, reinvesting in the resources that we can devote to this project. Yeah, and just to add to that, I think you will hear hear a big difference uh, when you're listening uh, on Ched too. Let's not forget Ched and the newscast, but also on on Global News Radio because we're really focusing on resources. We've had some great success in the other markets about adding to what we have on radio already, taking the television resource, taking the editorial conversation. It's always about story for us, and so having that consistent story through the day. So whether you're listening on radio in the morning or watching on television in the morning that will really take you through the story arc throughout the day. So you need to stay with us all day long to make sure that you follow and get the latest as we provide it to you. Um, We are going to continue to reshape our company and reshape how we deliver the news. We know the listeners' um, aptitude for what uh, piques their interest has changed dramatically. If you look back even the last 20, 30 years, all the way up to the last couple of years, uh, we're becoming more sophisticated in what we like. Podcasting is changing, I think, a lot of our listenership. And so we want to make sure that from a news perspective, from that local content perspective, we continue to change with it, which is going to, which is taking a reinvestment on our part, both financially, but also from a resource and, and from a team perspective. We've got a great news team in Edmonton, so proud of the Global News team, the Ched News team, and uh, now Global News Radio team as well. Sid, there's a lot of things going on in this newsroom, in this building here today. <laughs> we've been uh, we've been taken over by a lot of TV folks. Uh, what is going on, and and what can people expect? And listeners, at three o'clock, there's a really fancy car in the parking lot as well. There is. Uh, well, <laughs> and, and it's uh, not Sid's. It's not Sid's, <laughs> or yours, or ours. We, uh, we have to figure out a way to do this more often because we also got pizza today. Yes, we and, did get pizza. Uh, and I think there was cake as well. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there is a Lamborghini in our parking lot, and you'll be able to see that on. Uh, Facebook Live beginning at 2.45 on the Global Facebook page and then again at 5 and at uh, on Global News Hour at 6 this evening. So we have a couple
couple of Facebook Live events. Uh, we will be covering uh, the launch of Global News Radio 880 Edmonton on Facebook. We'll start that up at about 2.45. Okay. And Gord Stanky will be uh, our host for that. And then we'll take us through the launch of the new radio station. Uh, and then uh, if you tune in to Global Television at 5 and again at 6, uh, Gord will be here uh, interviewing various people, giving a little bit of a behind-the-scenes peek at uh, at radio and may even sneak the cameras into this studio and, mm. get, and get a shot yeah, of you guys. That's a mistake. That's, uh, yeah. And then uh, on, uh, on Facebook Live as well, we'll do a little bit of behind-the-scenes for people of what it means when global television goes yeah. on the road and does newscasts outside of, of their normal environment as well. It's very cool because you know what, you know, I've got a long history in television. Andrew's been on television for a long time doing comedy, but for a lot of folks, they don't get to see behind the scenes. It looks just like magic most of the time. And, you, and when you see how much work and prep goes in and the equipment, it's absolutely unreal. I just walked out and there was a big knife lying in the middle of our newsroom. Oh, that's mine. Uh, <laughs> we need to have a conversation. I was asking if I needed to put some tape around it. <laughs> we might have our first story. Well, you know what? Very exciting. And uh, Global News 880 launching at 3 o'clock. You can hear it all. You can watch Facebook Live with Gord Stein at 245 and again behind the scenes at five o'clock six o'clock gourd i mean sorry sid kenton anything else you want to add uh, i would just i would just like to, to thank all of our listeners uh for your long history with us uh if you look at i mentioned earlier the pipeline story today we're in interesting times uh we're going to have a lot of turmoil and change uh, in the weeks and months ahead uh if you look at the conversation with bc there is a lot of back and forth and we're kind of at a uh at a different point in our history, I think, in Western Canada. And so uh, I would just invite people to consume our product, consume Global News Radio. Make sure you follow the conversation through the day on chat and then check back on the newscast at night because you will not want to miss anything. This is, uh, this is real time. This is real news, and it will affect all of us. And this might be, speaking of all of that, a good time to promote a special tomorrow, tomorrow. 3 o'clock. It'll be Jay Lynn and Andrew in Edmonton, Linda Steele in Vancouver, inviting listeners in both markets and in both provinces to a chime in and talk about Kinder Morgan. We're going to take a break here. Kinder Morgan will be up for a conversation. Thank you, Kenton. Thank you, Sid. It was a pleasure. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. Thank you. busy day down here at uh, 630 Chad, a busy day in politics in general. The federal liberal government buying the Trans Mountain Pipeline and all of Kinder Morgan Canada's core assets, but saying it doesn't plan to be a long-term owner. It does not. Uh, Finance Minister Bill Morneau says the government will spend $4.5 billion on the purchase and that Kinder Morgan will go ahead with its original plan to twin the pipeline this summer while the sale is finalized. Well, after 2.30 uh, newscast, we'll chat with Markham Hislop, the publisher of Energy News. So before we get to that, let's get the answer of how did we get here? Mark my words, that pipeline will be built, the decisions have been made, and it is in the best interests of Albertans, Canadians, and in particular, might I say, British Columbians. I don't believe that the Kinder Morgan pipeline is in the best interest of British Columbia. It is in the national interest. We very much want to see this pipeline get built. I don't think we would be in this current situation if the British Columbia government hadn't continued to uh, emphasize its opposition to the project. 
Kinder Morgan pipeline debate seems to have built a barrier more mammoth than the Rocky Mountains between BC and Alberta. I'm Nikki Reitmeyer. Let's take a look back at this pipeline controversy and try to figure out how did we get here? The government of Canada has approved the Kinder Morgan Trans Mountain Expansion Project. In the winter of 2016, the federal government approved the twinning of the Trans Mountain Pipeline owned by Kinder Morgan, the fourth largest energy company in North America. This pipeline will twin an existing line that has been in operation since 1953, which extends from Edmonton, Alberta, to Burnaby, British Columbia. That news was well received by Albertans. The economy was in recession after a sharp decrease in oil prices. Alberta's economy shrank by 3.7% in the last fiscal year. Oil and gas revenue dropped by $6.2 billion from 2014-15. And at the time, it seemed the B.C. provincial government would welcome the news as well. However, in the spring of 2017, a provincial election on the West Coast triggered a change in leadership. The B.C. Liberals were replaced by the B.C. NDP, who partnered with the B.C. Green Party to obtain power. So now the Green Party, uh, out of nowhere, holds the balance of power in B.C. Scary as the idea of a B.C. NDP government was, uh, a government with the Green Power really yielding all the power is, is even scarier. I mean, Suddenly, that the brakes were thrown on the pipeline project that previously seemed bound to go ahead. We campaigned with a view to protect and defend our coast, with a view to have economic development take place in a balanced way within British Columbia. Our job, we believe, as the government of British Columbia, is to defend our water, our lands, and most importantly, our coast. Our territory in the Squatman Nation, the pipeline goes through 513 kilometers and it does not have our nation's consent. The message is simple and it's one we've heard time and time again. They don't want to see Kinder Morgan's Trans Mountain Pipeline expanded here in British Columbia. BC's actions are unconstitutional. Faced with its own upcoming election, the Alberta NDP decided to play tough. Today, I am announcing that the Alberta Gaming and Liquor Control Board, the AGLC, will put an immediate halt to the import of BC wine into Alberta. Rachel Notley's electoral success, whether it's a year or a year and a half from now, greatly depends on proof of performance. It remains to be seen how long this lasts. We have some BC wine reserves at home, and we're hoping we don't have to completely deplete them. BC Premier John Horgan announced his government will ask the courts if it has the authority to restrict increased shipments of bitumen through the province. This is intended to uh, have cooler heads prevail. The move resulted in the end of Alberta's two-week boycott of BC wine. I am suspending Alberta's retaliatory measures. On March 23rd, the Federal Court of Appeal ruled against two applications by the B.C. government to appeal a decision that allowed Kinder Morgan to bypass local bylaws during construction. But that wasn't enough to completely ease concerns held by Kinder Morgan. A few weeks later, the company made an announcement. Major announcement from Kinder Morgan today saying it's suspending all non essential spending and activity on the expansion of the Trans Mountain Pipeline. An emergency summit was called in Ottawa, attended by Trudeau, Notley, and Horgan. But when the talks failed to achieve any resolution, Alberta threatened BC once again. And this time, there was more than just wine at stake. 
Alberta Premier Rachel Notley is upping the ante today in the Trans Mountain dispute. During her throne speech, Notley said all options are on the table and they could include blocking oil and gas shipments. That's something that you may see legislation to allow us to do this, this session. But B.C. seemed to only dig its heels in further. At the end of April, Attorney General David Eby announced the province would ask the B.C. Court of Appeal whether or not the provincial government has the authority to regulate heavy oil transport by issuing permits. We believe British Columbia has legal authority to regulate the movement of such substances through the province by permit. Others disagree. This is a question that deserves an answer, and that is why we are taking it to the highest court in B.C. Closing in on Kinder Morgan's May 31st deadline for resolution, Finance Minister Bill Morneau announced the federal government will financially backstop the project. That same day, Notley announced Bill 12, which would allow her province to stop the flow of oil across the Rocky Mountains. Albertans have the right to choose how our energy is shipped so that Alberta gets the best return possible. Bill 12 gives us that power. In turn, a week later, BC announced it would sue Alberta over that legislation, which they deemed to be unconstitutional. That's become just the latest in a number of lawsuits associated with the project, each involving a variety of players, including Trans Mountain, First Nations, and the governments involved. Which brings us to where we are today. And now, you know how we got here. For 6.30 Shed, I'm Nikki Reitmeyer. Oh, great report. It's yeah. been uh, long and hard and uh, hasn't made a whole lot of sense at times, but that was a pretty good summary. Well, we got here. What happens next? Yeah, well, for that, we're going to talk to Markham Hislop, the publisher of Energy News, coming up after 2.35, and we'll get it all sorted out for you, the listener. And if we get some time, we'll take your phone calls as well. And remember, tomorrow between 3 and 4 o'clock our time, we'll do a simulcast with uh, CKNW, our sister station in Vancouver, taking your phone calls. We'll hear folks from B.C., the folks from Alberta. Put it in your calendar for 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.